1: You all ready for this?
2: Yeah, we
0: know you are. <laughs> I wasn't ready for this.
2: After Buzzers! Welcome to another edition of After Buzz TV's Monday Night Football. Um, I have a couple of new people on our panel tonight, but of course, our steadfast, my girl, Steph Z. What's up, Steph Back Z? Back from London. Tell them where they can find you on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else.
1: You guys can tweet me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I appreciate your support from a lot of people. One person that tweets me quite often, I think one of our biggest fans. Yes. I think the number one fan. We love all you fans out there. Don't get us wrong. But someone who is consistent with updating our facts, checking our facts, calling us out when we're wrong, congratulating us when we're right. Right. He's here tonight.
2: Yes, he is, and that is Mr. Ben Lovers at yes. Fantasy Stat Guru, always checking us on our stats. Ben, we appreciate it's, it's that. It's very nice
3: to be here. It's kind of a dream come true. Number one super fan for sure. Yes. You can Find me at Fantasy Stat Guru. Um, you find me in the comment section of all the afterbus shows. It's a dream come true to be here. Aww. Yes, right, right? we're happy awesome. you're
1: here. We're happy you're joining us tonight. And we actually, he actually got to watch the game yeah. with us, so we've yeah. been hanging out. He's our new BFF. So we're really happy about this.
4: Yeah.
2: And then our other newbie, you tell hey. them who Thanks that is. Next to him, Jonathan Meza, uh, tell them where they can find yes, you. Yes, you can find me
4: at at Kaiba Cat. And that concludes Instagram, Twitter, all the, those you know social media outlets, at Kaiba Cat. It's a very sad night, so please send me something to console <laughs> me. Send me something to make me laugh or make me smile because, you know, we went down. We went down hard. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before we go yeah. any
1: further, you got Cat in your handle.
4: Yes, uh, Kaiba Cat, yeah. What, what, I don't understand. Okay, okay. Now, it, it's an anime thing. I also do a oh, oh, otaku uh, anime, uh, or movie. Okay, the 30-second thir- version. Yeah, yeah, this is it. It's otaku oh, it's a movie that. anime. It's all just right, it. All right, yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Come check out some anime. If you like anime, you could watch me review anime. That's right. Oh, all right. My son is named after an anime character, for crying out loud. All right, anime. fair enough, fair.
1: Enough. Enough. I'm
2: all right, back to football, just curious. All right, was. that's
4: enough of that. Let's talk football.
2: Yes, and football we will. So tonight, it was Chargers, at home for the Chargers, lost literally in the last five seconds five of the seconds. game. Um, very depressing. And we were at a Steelers bar. so <laughs> It was
4: supposed to be a Chargers bar is the thing that really killed me. It's a bar nearby. I was told it's a Chargers bar. I've been there for other games and it's Charger fans. But today, just like at Qualcomm Stadium, we saw the Steelers yeah. took over.
1: Yeah. it was. You know what, though? I'm not going to lie. This game overall, it had a little bit of a slow start, but it was a really fun game to watch. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't have a stake in the fight, but I feel like at the end, like it's always exciting to see that team come back and to be like, oh my God, is it really going to happen? And down to the five set, like that's an exciting game No matter. You're both looking at me with daggers with these no, charges No, down. not at
2: all.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I thought it was, uh, you know, me and Ben had a fun time God, watching it. <laughs> we enjoyed
3: them struggling through the, the fight, but, I mean, the second half has had a lot more offense, and that's what's fun to watch. Yeah, defense wins championships, but the offense actually started going. They started moving Vic out of the pocket to get some throws deep. Um, the game just kind of picked up when they actually started getting some points on the board. Now,
2: before we go any further, I have to say, Ben has a list of his top (laughs) After Buzz after shows, and guess which one is number one?
4: This This superfan has called it out. Monday
2: Night Football, Mm -hmm. naturally. So, like he said, dream come true, I'm sure. If your number one show is Monday Night Football, then... He yeah. knows his
1: stuff though. We don't just take anyone to come yeah. on our panel, man. They,
2: yeah, they grilled me. You I know mean... it.
1: You know it. You passed a <laughs> quiz. I have to
2: grill you because you literally, like, every time I ever say, I'm not really sure about that stat bubble, later on in the comments, is Fantasy Stat Guru. Well, Christina, let me educate you on this
0: one.
4: <laughs>
2: let me tell you something. Thank you. It's yeah the
4: best. We
3: well,
2: appreciate all of your hard work and your well, fantasy stats.
3: appreciate your guys' hard work.
2: Yeah. I mean, we try. We try. Yeah. Kind of. We're not, we, we,
1: we got it together for the most part, I think.
2: Yeah, no, speaking of offense, <clears throat> something that I think is interesting to note and um, interesting to really kind of talk about is the fact that Michael Vick and Antonio Brown have pretty much no chemistry and no connection whatsoever. None. Nope. Four targets in the first half, I think one in the second half, and... I think he had one completion, was that? I mean, it was...
4: Yeah, I've got a total of five targets, three receptions for roughly 50 yards, something around that. Um, That's pretty pathetic when you've got the number one receiver, essentially, in the NFL, Antonio Brown. Um, Yeah, there's no chemistry between the two. I mean, if this was a romantic comedy, I mean, it would just be a dud.
2: Yeah, so Ben, do you think that it has something to do or a lot to do with the fact that Vic is a lefty and going from... A right-handed with Big Ben to a left-handed with Michael Vick is just throwing off their chemistry? I
3: think that it does. It definitely has a effect on the ball, spiral, everything. But they they talked about how Vick was out there practicing extra this week, trying to get people adjusted. They said a typical time is like two two days, two practices worth of The different spiral and they're they're caught up. They're NFL players. Are going to catch the ball. Yeah, I think I think what they were doing was they were trying to play Ben Roethlisberger football with Vic as a quarterback.
2: Yeah, Mm hundred percent. Because you saw that in the fourth quarter when they kind of let Vic go and let him move, let him get out of the pocket, let him scramble for that first down. That's when that's when he's successful. So you're right. I think you're spot on with that Big Ben football with the Michael Vick quarterback is totally. Issue and I just gotta say we've got some music going. What on is in this our, music? I was
4: trying. Uh, really sure it sounds it like something out of like DDR. I, I don't swear think they, they are
1: hearing it. So I think I, I've, I hope that. Yeah, our engineer can hear us. I've sent there. a text, but clearly we're, nobody we're uh, got back to us. are some strange music. Yes. You guys are oh, right. yeah, yeah usual. it was good yeah. to be a Jets fan. That's right. <laughs> oh, There geez. we
0: go. Wait, who said
1: that? It says, wait, go back to our chat. Oh, yeah. It really, oh, wait, someone's got the music, music playing. Okay, come okay. Yeah. It says, yeah, Andy. And a Mets fan. No, boo, Andy. Yeah, yeah, boo. a
3: Jets
1: fan. That's
2: right, finally.
3: It was a rough
4: night on both fronts for the Chargers. fired, Andy.
2: Yeah. No, no. You know
4: what, though? But someone's got it right here, and this is the biggest thing with the Chargers. It's also Andy. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Andy is right. Our, it's, our Chargers offensive line is atrocious. Yeah. Guys, our offensive line, we can't get any running game going. And on top of that, the only passes that we could really get are short jumps over the middle. Like, it was ugly. It was Phillip ugly. Philip Rivers just
1: seems, I mean, again, it's your guys' team. We still got the music engineer. Yeah. But, seriously. Um, it is it seems like there's something going on with him. He just doesn't seem together.
2: Well, he... I Is there, mean, like, problems in the locker room or anything that I, you Honestly, up, I think... And they were... Mike Tirico and uh, Gruden were talking about this before the game that... Um, or I think it was them. Yeah, it was on the pregame... Or no, it was on the pregame show before Monday Night Football. They were talking about there's a lot of uncertainty with being a Charger right now. You go to... Pittsburgh. You know you're going to stay in Pittsburgh. You're going to be a Steeler in Pittsburgh. They don't know what's happening with the Chargers right now. There's a lot of talks about moving to L.A., which obviously I would love that. Come
4: on. But, come to L.A., um, please. I'd but would they be the
2: L.A. Chargers or still the San Diego?
1: Because they're talking about moving the Raiders, too.
2: No, I think they'd be the Los Angeles Chargers, unless they yeah. change it and do something retarded like they do with the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Come on. It's the Anaheim Angels. It would be have to be the Los Angeles Chargers. They couldn't have the Los Angeles Charger or of the San Diego that wouldn't even make sense though because San Diego is a different county <laughs> yes. and city altogether. but um anyway so yeah I think that has a lot to do with it and Philip Rivers has voiced his uh dis you know um what's the word he doesn't want to go to he doesn't want to doesn't LA. move to LA yeah. so yeah. I think maybe that has a lot to do with it. it's just he's not he doesn't feeling... have to move to LA though I mean how many guys live an hour and a half
1: away from their stadium
2: yeah, I Doesn't know mean that but, their training camp's going to be there. But with eight children at home, he yeah, kind of probably want to yeah, by. Um, he
4: does have a posse hanging out with him at all times. Yeah, but
2: yeah. I don't know. But to speak to the O line, I mean, the pocket collapsed on him multiple times tonight, and he just had nowhere to go. So it's it's you know it's I don't know if it's a hundred percent that he's. You know, taking a step back, or if it's just he doesn't really have much protection or time.
4: It really is that. I mean, I'm yeah. really seeing the lack of protection. Then, and, and because not, it's just not just in the passing game where he has to do short dumps, it's in the run game. You see that Melvin Gordon, who's very explosive but can't find a hole because he has no patience on like Olavian Bell, yeah. like he really can't get any real momentum going because once he takes a few steps out, out of there, I mean, he's grabbed, you know, by 12 different arms, which is six people.
3: Yeah, Gordon's definitely the one cut back that he goes through the hole, makes one person miss with a cut. And then he's he's gone. But yeah. that's why they had been using Woodhead so much. Coming into the game, Woodhead more had more snaps than uh, Gordon, who's supposed to be their future uh, running back. So I mean if Woodhead's getting the most of the carry, that means that they they need patience. They need quickness to try and get around the, the people that are the linemen that are coming up field and making them dart or cut back early. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean Danny Woodhead has been extremely successful for them all season yes. so far. I mean, I know we're only in week five, but um, I meant to look at I his... Got what, oh, yeah. I got it. Tell me what it. are his final stats on the night.
3: Oh, I don't know on the night, but oh. coming into the game, he's had 50 yards receiving per game right. and 30 yard, 35 yards rushing per game. So he's definitely the receiving back, but... He's playing more than just third downs. Totally. Yeah. And and
2: now I think it's kind of... You saw it a little bit towards the end of the game, I feel like, that um, maybe Melvin Gordon is turning into the third down back where he comes... Because he had a couple of, like, dominant punches towards the end, but in the beginning of the game, the first, like, two to three um, quarters, he wasn't really going anywhere. The Steelers' defense just completely stopped the run game. Yeah. So maybe there's going to be a switch now where Danny Woodhead will be the the number one back and Melvin Gordon will come in as a third down back for them.
1: Can around. we talk Danny Woodhead, though? I mean, that guy, he's a little machine. Yeah, he is. I love that guy. I've liked him. I mean, the Jets, you know, we released him. The Patriots picked him up. He's always, which I was right. You, did. you got me, stats guru. I was right earlier. I swapped those earlier. But I feel like he's always, he's a little guy, but he shows up and he's just... It's almost like he's so little you can't catch him. He's got the quickness. He's got the determination. Darren,
2: he's
4: Darren Sproles. I was That's just exactly say, right.
1: Yeah, so it's like, but I like to see him. He's one of those players for me, at least, that no matter where he is, you want to see him doing well.
4: Yeah. I get he's a very, I mean, on top of being a talented player, for, especially for a little guy, a talented, quick player, he's a likable player. Yeah. And that always carries well. Darren Sproles is a likable player, you know? I mean, it, that that goes a long, long way. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's... It's funny because I don't know if you guys watched his pregame interview with, um, Jay Gruden. He, I don't, I forget, maybe you might know, Ben, the, um, name of the college that Danny went to. It's
3: I don't. A I small, on, but... small
2: college. He had 8,000 rushing yards in high school and went to, wasn't really drafted or, I mean, wasn't really looked at by anybody mm-hmm. big. Then he went to some small college. Or maybe it was 8,000 rushing yards in college. I can't remember. This is where we need you, usually. But he's in the studio. you can't look like it
0: so up so right now. I know. I can't well, be on the ah, studio. This is
3: really Help difficult. Help us at got to yeah. take his place
2: at least for
0: one
3: else. i
2: take my spot. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. So, regardless, he, he played really well. He wasn't even drafted, wasn't talked to by anyone going into the draft, didn't get invited to the combine, like, just kind of snuffed. And so now, having such a successful Basically, I mean, he kind of made something out of nothing with his career, whereas, I don't know, people just kind of always told him he wouldn't be successful, and then now he's doing so great, and it's just, it's great to see a guy, like, so small that can be, make an impact in uh, on a team like that, and hopefully will bring hope for other short kids out there. Like, apparently <laughs> oh, Jay true. Brunen's kid is short. I don't yeah.
4: know. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Uh, Lionel Messi, he's a great short soccer player. And, you know, there's something that, that about being short and quick. When you're short, strong, and quick, it's hard to take you down. I mean, you're you're thick, and you're strong, and you're quick, and it's really hard to get their hands on you. Yeah, uh, but uh, The in final soccer, score, someone was asking, it's, yeah, 24 to 20.
3: 24 sorry,
2: 20, guys. 20. Yeah. yeah, Steelers won 24 to 20 with five seconds left. Le'Veon Bell punched it over... The line oh. yeah. And yeah, so.
3: we were having a discussion in the bar. They're like, "No, they're not going to do a Seahawks. They're going to give it to their their stud <laughs> right. back. Yeah. They're not going to pull a Super Bowl. They have to give it to the back." Somebody was like, "Oh, just throw it to Gate or throw it to Keith Miller." I like thought got Vic, down was, there, gonna try and Vic push was going to him it. it yeah, I thought Vic would too. I mean, at that point, you can't you can't kick the field goal with it only an inch to go. Yeah. So hey, no. Colt,
2: Colt, I agree with you. Wheaton is not terrible. <laughs> I had <laughs> him on my fantasy team. So that one long catch for a touchdown really helped me. So. Solicit- My win.
4: Wheaton's all right. He's all right.
3: And that was, that was one of the first plays that I saw them take Vic out of the pocket. They transitioned to the launching point to somewhere where he actually had space. He wasn't getting pressured by any defensive linemen and he had the option to run, but he saw someone streaking down the field. And hit hit it for a big shot. That's yeah, what he does his best.
2: Yeah, because I felt like the Chargers' defense played pretty well tonight. Did you guys, do you guys agree with that for the most part? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, the obviously part. the last play was it's, it's yeah, but the last play but... is
1: a good play by a Pittsburgh right. rather than a bad play. You know what I mean? Like sometimes oh, yeah. it doesn't. Re- the stats don't really tell the true story because right. it's like you only see black or white with that. You know, and it's like at the end of the day, it was a really good play on offense.
4: You know it, what it seemed though in the first half our defensive line were getting a lot of hits on Vic. I mean Vic was getting pushed. Around. Around, he was getting hit, he was getting beaten up. In that second half, we weren't really touching him a whole lot. Granted, he was scrambling well, and he was getting outside of the pocket, but we were not getting hands on him. And that was a huge change in the game, because after that, you saw him actually complete some passes, which in the first half, he really did not. Yeah. really did not.
1: I f- felt like, too, though, there, you know, it switched the tables around, we did have a lot of pressure I mean we've said the San Diego offensive line is terrible but Philip Rivers I mean some of the throws that he made off his back foot are they, like he's it's sad because he looks like he has what it he takes to be a star quarterback but he just doesn't have the rest of the piece of the puzzle.
3: Yeah and that offensive line he, they're getting bull rushed they weren't even getting swim moves no. going around he couldn't step up in the pocket because they were coming right up the middle at him. He, that's why he was off his back foot so often. And I mean there's a lot of these good old uh, quarterbacks the Peyton Manning's the Tom Brady's all those they, they need to be able to step up so that they can have some momentum on, and give their arm strength a possibility to get the ball out there yeah
4: it yeah. comes from your legs I mean yeah. let's be real it comes yeah. from your oh but, but that's the body. thing too
1: the thing that I did notice about Rivers is that I wasn't You know, that I thought wasn't the the best was I feel like a lot of those veteran quarterbacks that you talk about, like the Peyton Manning's, like those people, they're constantly moving in the pocket. Even if they have nowhere to go, there's constant movement. And I feel like Rivers, I mean, I get the pocket collapsed on him a few times, but I feel like there wasn't a lot of movement because... He knew it was like he only had a very small safe space, so no matter what that was, he was just kind of there. And then when the pod collapsed, he had nowhere to go.
2: Well, he's not really a mobile quarterback exactly, to begin exactly. With. right? So and then s- with the bad
1: O line, it was like a double whammy, right? Problem. So yeah. he's
2: kind of stuck there, and you saw that multiple times happen mm-hmm. to him where he's just stuck, right? Mm-hmm. So, whereas Vic is a perfect example, when they let him be the mobile quarterback that he is, he's very successful. Yeah. Um and I don't know how many points in fantasy Michael Vick had for uh anyone tonight, but it didn't
4: seem like a ton. I mean it, no. he, he only threw what one he threw one touchdown, um and yep. he didn't run any in. I mean, really Bell did all the damage in today's game. I mean it yeah. was Levin Bell, Levin Bell, and then I have here Levin Bell and then Le'Veon Bell, yeah.
2: Even though, I mean, even Bell, though, 111 yards, one touchdown, Yeah. that's like not even that good for him, to be <laughs> no, honest. is crazy? I, it's you know, so... It's so, absurd. So he's a I, machine. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we have fantasy stat guru here, so we know that he's a fan of fantasy football. Definitely. And I know you guys are fans, too, so if you haven't gone to DraftKings yet, you should, because DraftKings is great. If your team is not doing so well right now in you know, all your other fantasy leagues, you can go to DraftKings, do a weekly fantasy football team, pick up whoever you want that week. If they get injured, you don't have to worry about it. you got a brand new team next week. And AfterBuzz is giving you a code, a promo code, so you can play for free. The code of naturally, of course, is B-U-Z-Z. B-U-Z-Z. So go to DraftKings.com. Use the promo code BUZZ for your chance to win millions of dollars. They have millions of dollars up for grab stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a new million-dollar winner every single week. Every week they pick, and a new person is a million-dollar winner. Um, So, yeah, like we said, just enter, enter BUZZ as your entry code. At DraftKings.com. Yeah, welcome to the big time. You know how I
3: talked about the dream come true with being here? That's actually my dream come true. Winning a million dollars? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I I definitely work at DraftKings. And then we get a cut. I'll (laughs) I'll definitely feed it to you. He's like, I'll think about that. You
1: know what? If you play DraftKings and you win the million dollars, all I want, Jet Season Tickets.
3: I think that we can do that. I think so. <laughs> all right. nice. I like that. I might go to a game with you even. You
1: you, I would you go with you, you to every
3: you single game. I you bought the team. Not, you don't have to go to all <laughs> of them. I'm not going to go to every Jets game. You get it. No. <laughs> I'll, <No. pick, laughs> I'll,
0: I'll
4: pick a different team to have season passes.
3: Perfect. Season. Probably
2: the Lions, I'm assuming, yes, right? Yes, that, that's, that's my play, team. But uh, uh,
4: did. Yeah, let's make it a good point to mention that Ben here is a Lions fan, so he is the most depressed fan in the United States right now. I'm very sorry. I mean, I'm glad you're here, but dear Lord.
2: Hashtag Detroit versus everybody.
3: Yeah, I mean, we do have some bad beats. We yeah. we beat ourselves, but there's there's just some circumstances that it happens.
2: But I gotta say, being
1: a being a Jets yes, man, fan, same. I understand. It, we have a very similar, and you know what? You can tell a person's character by who their team is. Yes, you can. If you have a Lions fan and a Jets fan that are willing to talk about it, that's one loyal person. There, they know how to yep. lose. They know how to pick it up when you it drops. Really and keep know going. how to lose. Hey man, I'm just saying. I actually think my record's better than yours right now. But <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm true. just saying, we're we're good people, so we're happy to have you. <laughs>
2: Yes, definitely. And we mentioned Le'Veon Bell a little bit earlier. I want to mention something. Um, so Ladanian Tomlinson, Tomlinson, best running back for the Chargers ever. Ever. Best running, or top, probably top five running back, best, uh, I can't speak right now. Yeah. Top 5 <laughs> running back in the NFL. Uh, yes, in yeah. history. Um, so. Do you think he'll get beat though? Like well, how how long
1: do you think he'll hold on to that top five with these new guys coming up? No,
4: I, I will say he will not hold on to it as long as we think because of his last few seasons under Norv Turner that killed Tomlinson's career, killed his career. He was still fantastic. He was still a great back, and we saw that even because when he got traded to the Jets, he yeah. still ran incredibly well at like thirty-two years old. But under a Norv Turner offense, it just ruined him.
2: Well, yeah, I know it's a similar circumstance, but not for uh Terrell Davis, who was yeah. just injured. Got injured, and that ended his career. Yeah. But he still will go down as one of the best backs in history. Um, I'm lucky enough to work with him every day at NFL Network. He is a true A-class human being. Um, but anyway, so LaDainian Thomason said... Last year, that Le'Veon Bell is, he said, his quotes, let me just say this, right now I would take Le'Veon Bell over any running back in the league. He can do it all, people. He can run inside. He has the speed to turn the corner. He can catch the football. He's versatile. He's athletic. I love Le'Veon Bell. So, interesting stats to compare the two. Uh, in their first 31 games, rushing yards per... Game 77.8 for Bell, 92 for Tomlinson. Receiving yards per game, 43 for Bell, 27 for Tomlinson. Mm. Scrimmage yards per game, 121.2 for Bell, 119 for Tomlinson. Total touchdowns, 21 for Bell, 25 for Tomlinson. So relatively even in the touchdown category and the scrimmage yards, but receiving yards, Bell has quite a bit more. What? And I think you mentioned that earlier, Ben, yeah, that he's able to catch a lot more balls, and, and which makes him versatile, like LT especially said. in
3: this this ga- day and age, There everyone's running out of the backfield using their backs to catch passes, because it makes the mismatches. Yeah, tight, uh, like tight ends and running backs on linebackers are mismatches of every, every day of the week. Right. So it, it just to get those fast people on and making space. Uh, that's the way that the NFL is leaning, and Le'Veon Bell is one of the best at it.
1: Yeah. I wonder why it took so long for them to figure that out. What? what? To do plays like that, well,
4: it was really yeah, the no. rule changes over the past few years. That's we've true. seen this uh, become true. a passing league, and so of course now you're going to have you know quick backs coming out of the backfield and you know work well in a passing Wait, league. I this have is to built for quarterbacks. Keith what do we Lovers
2: got? Keith Lovers is saying um, big shout out to Fantasy Sad Guru. Is that
0: hey, your dad? Yeah, my dad. Is that oh, your dad? <laughs>
2: yes, dad. we I love your son and all of his knowledge. So always
4: embarrassing me. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
2: No, that's great. We're we're happy to have fantasy stat guru senior watching us as
4: well. <laughs> Where is he? Back home in Michigan, right?
0: Yeah, Yay.
3: back home in Michigan. Sweet, staying up late for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah we it's appreciate past that. midnight over there. Yeah. Oh
4: goodness, thanks, pops.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I I need to know then, Ben. Do you think that Le'Veon Bell is the best back in the NFL right now, or do you think someone else is better?
3: Um, I think so. I mean, the best all around back, yes. I think you can you can put up Peterson, some like uh, Jamal Charles, some of the big pounding backs that can get the job done when it's like a, inches. I was a little little worried that Le'Veon wouldn't get in because he kept patiently waiting, patiently waiting. Sometimes people come off the edge and they, they don't have that chance. Um, he is patient. He gets a lot of the the big bursts, but um, I think some of the big pounding backs are. Get good in different situations and then you have people like Vereen and Woodhead and other people that can do the passing stuff and do the quickness he's got both He's not the best at either, but he overall, yes, I think he's the best. You
4: yeah. know, what, what you said um, well, while we were watching the game was um, Bell's patience. And yes. that's what you, you mentioned a little bit here. And that's the biggest thing that seems to set him apart is the fact that he really lets the blocks work out and dictate where he's going to go so that he always finds space.
3: Yes. And the chemistry with his, his linemen is still building. Like, a lot of the linemen I saw in an article, they said they know that they need to hold on to their block, that little extra, because he'll make it worth it. And so they said their arms were sore after some of their blocks because they are holding on to him so long, whereas, like, somebody else that's just straight downhill, they just got to get that first burst, and then, they'll, then they can just kind of relax and go with them.
1: Yeah. I've got to say one one that you might have missed is uh, Chris Ivory.
4: <laughs> oh. oh, come on. Um, come on. He's having a good year. He's
3: having a good year. Maybe future. You can put him I'm in there. I'm just saying but... he's
1: having a good year.
3: He's having a good year. Well, <laughs> Check back from me in tears. <laughs> Even no, if you, oh,
1: Jets oh, <laughs> Jet fans from the Lions fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: that's
0: true.
1: That's true. I'm trying to throw it in. That, you guys, yeah. if, it, if it was a terrible Jets fact, you guys would definitely
3: throw it in. So I need Kevin. I need Kevin John here so I can make fun of his Niners or something. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm yeah. I'm yeah. The yeah. We're the only ones one one that we're looking, those are looking this bad. Gosh, yeah.
2: Kevin John, we miss you, but we yeah, we. But you're Niners, man. We actually we miss you more because we can't make fun of you because you Niners. That is so bad. We're sorry. Yes. But, okay, so one more Steelers topic, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the Chargers. Oh, of course. please. But, um, Martavis Bryant, this was the first week he was supposed to be back from his suspension, was injured, did not mm-hmm. play. Ugh. What do you expect from Martavis Bryant going forward, Ben? Do you think he's going to make as big of an impact as people are thinking?
3: I think so. I mean, just because a lot of times people are focusing on that that number one receiver. People number number one receivers get the money because they earn it. If they aren't double covered, they're going to make plays. And we, I think we saw that today and that Wheaton and uh, even Hayward Bay had a couple large catches and the late parts of that game because they're double teaming Antonio Brown expecting it to go there. Right. So, yeah, Vic's not having any chemistry with him. It's it's bad. You're going to need to get your best offensive player going or best wide receiver going, but I think he opens everything up. And so with another deep threat on the other side who's going to have single coverage, I don't know if Vic has the the deep throw that will help that out, but with Rothbard – Loth- Roethlisberger was still in there. <laughs> he night. would definitely be able to get that deep throw on the opposite side of the field of Brown for some big plays. Yeah.
2: Well, we why know. You, oh, I was just th- going to say, hopefully Ben will be back week 10. It's That's true. what they're thinking. Why do you
3: think that chemistry is so
1: off? I mean, we talked earlier about because, you know, when you switch from a left a right-handed quarterback to a left-handed quarterback, there's a different chemistry, there's a different way to catch, everything like that. But why do you think the chemistry is so off between them? You would think that – you know, Michael Vick having to step up and come into the play this role because rothersberger's is hurt that he would tr- figure out in three weeks how to have chemistry with your quote unquote star receiver.
2: I mean maybe there's something going on in the locker room. That's all yeah. I can think of because there was one shot tonight where the two of them were sitting on the bench together after I think they were forced to punt or whatever and Antonio Brown and both him and Vick looked like disinterested in talking to each other and kind of like Talking about the play, but it didn't look like there was any kind of, oh, like, what can we do? Like, how do we mess up? Like, let's no figure this out. No camaraderie. Yeah, it well. kind of, yeah. looks like there might have been a little bit of tension there with them. So maybe there's something going on in the locker room. But interesting stats. Without Martavis Bryant in 2014, the Steelers are 8-2 and two with him and 3-3 three and three without him. Wow. Yeah. So pretty... Diff, uh, big difference there, but and I mean he played really well in the preseason too. Yeah. So I think you're right that having another deep threat out there will be beneficial to their offense. Hopefully, Big Ben will be back. I mean, Vic played okay, only really in the fourth quarters when he started playing. Well, well. But at yeah. the end
1: of the day, they won the game, and if yeah. they can keep winning games, doesn't have to be. A, it doesn't have to be pretty. As long as hey, they can keep know winning what? games until Big Ben comes back, they'll be True. all
4: right. You know what? The, speaking of, I mean, someone from Detroit, you know, your basketball team won real ugly a couple years back, man. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter how you win. You can sure. win ugly, just take the W.
3: Yeah. And, and Vic can only grow in his chemistry. I mean, every route was just a little bit off. I mean, it's yeah. a game of yeah. inches, and if, if you're not with that receiver for reps and reps and reps, you don't know their get-out-of-a-break speed. So if they're getting out of break at 10 yards and coming back to 8 yards. If you're throwing it at 9, it's going to be incompletion every single time. It's just you got to know the ins and outs of which receiver you're throwing to, and that takes time.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Well, speaking of receivers, uh, the receiver, Phillip rece- <laughs> Rivers' receivers, uh, lead the NFL in yards after catch with 771 and average yards after catch with 7.8. And you – was it you, Ben, that said they should be called the Yaks?
3: The Yaks, yeah. Yaks. When they go to L.A., I mean, they need to change a, a team name, too. The Los Angeles Yaks. Yeah. <laughs> Play on words, but, I mean, it makes sense.
2: Yeah, because so with the quarterbacks with the highest percentage of passing yards after the catch this season, Phillip Rivers has 771. The next closest would be Alex Smith with 711.
4: But you know why that is? Is because Philip Rivers, almost every pass is a dump over the middle, which leaves them a lot of room to sort of run and pick up the yaks, you know? Yeah. And so, and that's really, I think, a big reason. When you have no offensive line, you're running screens and you're running dumps. And so, yeah, you're going to have room to run. Yeah.
3: They they definitely built the team around knowing that they are going to be doing quick throws. They want that yard after catch. Last week, they had 10.1 yards per, per catch after. Wow. wow. It's Unheard of. Yeah. I mean that's like another first down every time they catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, true. that's crazy. And but then, it didn't work for them tonight.
4: No, At the it, end of it the definitely did get work. limited.
1: Yeah. It's like you can only do that for so long until people realize just have someone there.
4: Well, not only that, I mean once you get into a red zone and you're dealing with a shorter field, you can't even go ten yards. That the whole dump up concept is kind of over. You're actually gonna have to like try to try to, you know, run some real nice plays to create a a foot of space so you can fit a ball through. You but know? I don't
1: understand too, because I remember Rivers having a an arm. What's happening with him? Why are they not trying for the long ball?
4: Well, they, they don't have no protection. They don't have any protection for Philip Rivers. That's what it is. It yeah. Yeah, like we I mean, saw it tonight. That center I mean, the whole center of the of their offensive line is just collapsing.
0: Yeah, and it's they terrible.
3: They haven't had the deep threats. Gates and Floyd are their two deep threats. Floyd has been out and yeah. Gates yeah. just returned too, which I mean, talking about Gates, he had yeah. two touchdowns number 100 and 101 in his career, that's what, like ninth person to have 100 receiving catch catches and 22nd person in the NFL to have 100 yard touchdowns total? Yeah. Do you yeah.
2: know how many he has with Rivers as a uh, quarterback? 70,
3: okay, so his first one was 73 and his second one was 74. And that's number one in all of NFL for a quarterback to tight end uh tandem. Wow. wow. I mean, Gronkowski, Brady's a little – are coming up on that. I think they might pass it eventually <laughs> depending uh, on how enjoy. long Brady plays. But, I mean, that's – Insane. Yeah.
2: yeah, I know Gates had a monster game returning, and it's a bummer. The, I feel like the the Chargers' run game, and I feel like this it really has just been like this ever since. I mean, LT left; they're, they haven't really had a very strong run game. And Melvin Gordon is promising, but I think they're still just he just. He runs right up the middle, middle. He doesn't really like move. He can't find the hole just yet. He can't, I don't know exactly what the issue is. I mean, do you? He,
4: I think he seems like a young running back, which he is, and yeah. he's incredibly explosive. He's powerful. He's fast. And he's, I mean, he really explosive is the word. He just seems to, you know, kablammo through anything. But, um, he's not um he's not patient I mean that's a big yeah. thing Would you can see the difference yeah and it's a big thing when you watch him next to Le'Veon Bell you see that difference he's not patient he doesn't let blocks set up he just tries to like barrel through things which he's strong enough to break through one or two tackles but when you've got but four guys he's not guys, like a Marshawn
2: Lynch who yeah. can no, every he's not a every tackle beast mode. Yeah. He's, not, he's,
4: he's a young guy who's got a lot of promise but at this point he doesn't have a great offensive line with him and he's not going to do a whole lot of damage yeah it's definitely the meshing between the offensive line and the running back
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just
4: sad. It really, it makes me sad, especially because he had we had a fumble tonight with him, and we had a drop, and that really sucks.
2: It's not well. too bad. I mean, because you do see those sparks, those moments of mm-hmm. promise, and he's a rookie, so there's time to learn, there's time to mature, there's time to get better. So it's not like he's he's been like this for the last three seasons, and it's like, oh well, this guy's probably never change, going right. to change. He just I think maybe needs more experience so yeah. then maybe yeah. putting him at that third down back mm-hmm. having him kind of take a back seat to danny woodhead and where was uh what's his face um oh my god i always think, forget his name brandon no not brandon the other our other running back that played when um matthews was injured last year
4: oh um who brown we I used to have brown battle brown
2: no brown? i think Brown. But brown. L- no God, have, I forget his. I forget his We're name. Sure <laughs> Is he even mm-hmm. on the team?
3: He, I think I saw an article about them bringing him back on the team, off the practice squad or something. But no, he. I didn't see him in the game at all no. today. So I don't.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that's an either. option for
4: him. Yeah, so, anyone at home see him? No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously the Chargers' run game just needs a lot of work. A
4: lot of what work. are we ranked? What are we ranked in terms of the run game? Oh, oh, we look you, terrible. Yeah, let's see,
2: fantasy stat guru.
3: <laughs> I, I don't have the update since I was with you guys. I don't have the updated through this game. But what but do we have before, going to? into the game? Rush yards, you were twentieth with four hundred and seven.
4: Okay, we wow. were twentieth. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's not it's horrible, not. Well, I mean, it's not it's your rush yeah. defense was 28th. <laughs> but we actually... I felt like the defense... Uh,
2: I mean, even though Le'Veon Bell rushed for 111 yards, I felt like they did a relatively good job at containing him for the s- most part. I was yeah. going to say that, wasn't yeah. Um, they totally contained him. Obviously, bad. the last play... Right, but they again. had him, but he rolled out like a good back does. Exactly. Yeah. And so we kind of couldn't really stop him there. But um aside from the tight end, we talked about the tight end, we talked about the running backs now, our wide receivers for the Chargers. Keenan Allen did a little bit tonight late in yeah. the game, not really much. Um, Jacoby Jones, our punt returner that...
4: Yeah, I, I don't I, know
2: why he's it, on the team. I didn't even.
4: I, we brought this up when we were watching. I
2: didn't even realize
4: we had Jacoby Jones. That is to me. I mean, it's so disappointing that we have Jacoby Jones. Maybe I blocked it. I don't want the fact that we have this man who is way past his prime, who the Ravens knew, you know, that he was he was done. Like, why?
2: Why? why yeah, but Ben said up? Are still that cheap. What did they say, Ben? About there, there, Jacoby? Was
4: an, there was an article in ESPN.com
3: or something that said. Uh, they were hoping that Jacoby Jones would spark their special teams. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's like a fantasy mentality. You're taking a flyer on a guy, thinking, oh, maybe he's going to be awesome. I mean, a fantasy, oh, he's not. I'll drop him. You can't do that in, on a regular team. You can't. You have to pe- 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 pick people that are proven yeah. and have the like good still. I mean, he's, he's, old. he's, he's old. He's not going to be able to. But who else could they have picked up?
1: You know, it's like, there sometimes, are fast yeah, there, like sometimes people out there. Yeah, sometimes though I feel like they want those vets to try and show somebody else how it's done, but it's just a complete terrible now, move.
3: Kick returning is all about speed and quickness. I mean, True. I would have read rather have Danny Woodhead returning,
4: frankly. I mean,
3: that's Woodhead, not a bad, bad call.
2: There, that's
1: see? not a
4: bad call. Yeah, but I
2: think he's, he's, ball security. But he's taking the majority of. The snaps, right or the majority of the balls right now is for running back, so I don't think he really can. I don't know if they'd want to have yeah. him on punt return Look, as well. Look, when we had yeah. Darren
4: Sproles out there, I mean, we were running him ragged all over the place, just like the Saints did, and he set the, set the, you know, what was it called? He set the record for scrimmage yards in a season. Yeah. You know, it's it's a smart move. If you have a player like that, utilize that player. Right. You know? It's, eh. You know, you've got Melvin Gordon. I know you want to develop him, but, you know, you want, you got to win games. This is the <laughs> NFL. It's about winning, you know? No. Yeah, the, you know the point is to win the game.
2: Yeah, so at this point, what do you think, Ben? I'll start with you. What do you think the Chargers' biggest issue is right now?
3: I think it's definitely got to be offensive line. I mean, even their defensive line, they got some good things going today. I think, but um, that rush defense needs to work, and their offensive line needs to keep Phillip Rivers. Able to step up in his pocket to deliver his throws. He can't just dump it off every time or they're going to sit on it.
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You agree?
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to, to deny that. I, everything we're talking about comes back to the offensive line. Everything. The run game, offensive line. The pass game, offensive line. Everything. Giving room, Keenan Allen room to run, we, offensive line. Um, and the defense, if we had a really, really strong defense, it might be okay too if we can get a nice strong pass rush. Look how we did in the first half because our pass rush was working. But then it all fell apart. So, I mean, we could be the Giants of the old when they beat the Patriots and killed them in that perfect season, just have a great pass rush and, a, and an offense that could do enough, you know. But right now we don't have either.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm beating the dead horse. Yeah. It's pretty much the yeah. offensive line. I do. I can't. I mean, I really don't think that it stood out that your D was that bad tonight. No, I, I don't uh, feel like. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like there's. Like, I feel like they can hang their heads high, you know, like they did a good job. There was just good plays made every now and then, and the fact because Michael Vick can scramble and he can make stuff happen, you know, that wasn't allowed for Rivers to make happen because that offensive line was collapsing, that's not always necessarily the D's fault as much as Michael Vick's a mobile quarterback. Not a amazing, consistent quarterback, but yeah, he can no. get yes. out of sticky situations sometimes. So I feel like that's what was happening for the day.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's a, a a growing trend, if you want to call it that, in the NFL right now, where we have a lot of pretty terrible offensive lines that are not get. I mean, the Lions is a perfect example. Oof. Stafford has zero started. time, oh, zero time to yeah. throw the ball, and he's still doing. You know, he's still getting the ball out. he three
4: four picks this week. Was that before uh, he went down? Three, and then three he picks? got pulled. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, I mean it's Burlowski. just I mean, do, do you guys agree with me? I feel yeah. like more yes. often than not, that's the major issue for a lot of these teams is their O line is just giving their quarterback zero protection.
3: I think what? the D lines are such a huge point of emphasis now that they're developing them and that they're they're kind of outmatching a lot of O lines. Yeah, it's, it's rare to find an O line that can handle like a JJ Watt or somebody that's like yeah. a to pay premium. Hits. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> the the, the, the nah, premium Tom Brady has all D-lines. time in the world. It's true. So that's why you're seeing in the drafts. If you see, look at the drafts, how many offensive tackles are going in the top eight picks? Yeah. A lot. Because when you find a good one, you need them.
2: Yeah.
3: You got to guard that blind spot.
2: I mean, and you see, for perfect example, the Cowboys last year. I mean, oh, Marco Fantastic Murray is offensive yes. a shell, like a shell of himself yep. this year on the Eagles because he does not have nearly as much time or open space to run as the Cowboys O line provided him. Yeah, so it seems like you would want to actually yeah. work on that.
4: They say in the I NFL mean- that the, the battle is won right there in the center. The battle is won in the center. There are a lot of coaches who specifically watch just which way the lines are moving because that's how you dictate the way the game is going to go. And so, of course, if your offensive line is getting killed, then yeah, you've lost the game, you know, yeah. essentially. yeah, and you're right. I love that that example of the the um, the Cowboys last year. Boy, what a yeah, line. Yeah. DeMarco Murray ran 75 percent. He ran he was always running at 75 percent it looked like. He was always looked like he was derping around yeah. because he didn't even need to run at hundred percent to get a hundred yard game. Well,
1: but not only that, I mean, you can just tell how important the offensive line is because you look at DeMarco Murray who's the same player for Dallas last year and you look at what he's doing this year for the Eagles it wah, was a wah, complete wah. flip yeah. you know and it, it does have that offensive line but yeah the only offensive line that, I, that stands out to me and I hate to say it is the Patriots Tom Brady has all the time yeah. in the world to do what he wants with the ball yeah, the Broncos too they, Peyton Manning no, has they a lot of it. time to do what he well, wants. This ball.
4: season, this season is a little rougher. I thought that yeah. I think the Broncos' offensive line is not looking great. This he's actually their defense was just keeping him no, together their a defense little. Defense
3: is doing everything. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, but I still feel like Peyton Manning not being a mobile quarterback. I mean, maybe yes, you're correct. Like I agree with you that it's not as good as last year, but it's one that stands out that he's a quarterback that usually has time. And they're I can't good think at, of any others.
3: Yeah, they're good at navigating the pocket though. That we get back to being where we were talking yeah. about Philip Rivers not doing the little movements yeah he's yeah. not a mobile quarterback but he's got to do the little step ups the little side steps the changing the point of launch to get away from where the rush is coming yeah you yeah. see
4: even Peyton Manning when he moves he you know it's yeah. it's it's this I gotta but stay he's on the mic. Still it's still moving. Yeah, I know. But you see, Philip Rivers. I love Philip Rivers and all, but homeboy can't walk. Like I don't know what's going on. You, guys, I love watching him try to actually run for some yards. He looks like my grandfather. Like he can't run. Peyton Manning can't really run either, but he knows how to move within the pocket. Philip Rivers just seems to collapse. Peyton yeah. Manning does that too sometimes, but you know, Phillip's worse.
2: Right? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. There's really nothing you can do now. I think the trade deadline has passed or is coming up very quickly. Exactly. And do, um, do you hear
4: the dismay from the Charger fans right now? Well,
0: <laughs> it's just...
2: I didn't really expect much from this team. And I'm not trying to sound like a glass-half-empty glass type person, but I just didn't expect much from this team anyways. There's not a lot of... Like, I thought Melvin Gordon was a great pick, but he's so young. He still mm-hmm. clearly needs a lot of experience and okay. and practice, and so it's just... There's still a lot of rebuilding there for them, and I think the whole kind of uncertainty of where the team's going to be is causing a little bit of an issue in the locker room as well. It's just my guess.
3: But in what world like, do we live in that the happiest person at this table is a Jet fan? Oh
2: yeah! my gosh, what the? That's good a, point. And that's why I love you, Ben. Oh. It's a, it's an alternate universe here. Yeah. That's wow. right. You
1: know, my Jets are going to the Super Bowl. What, what? No, that's, Gee, that's not going, gonna, going that far. I did predict it last year, and I'm going to win 100 bucks from Kevin John because I'm going to have a better season than he is. Well, that's true. 49ers. We know the Jets
2: will have a better season than the 49ers, 100%. Yeah. You know
1: what's really cool, though, that I really like to see is I kind of think that if Roethlisberger doesn't heal he's totally got a future in coaching right yeah. oh yeah he was he out there on the last <laughs> play was of the game
3: like, <laughs>
2: calling the plays yeah. out there he had the little paper over his yeah. way he like has it down
3: definitely
2: Yeah, there was not a coach like,
3: to be seen and Roethlisberger yeah. was telling him what to do yeah
2: they had Big Ben talking it. to Vic and Le'Veon like mm-hmm. alright yeah. we have one timeout left that's what I could hear the one thing that I could read out of yeah. his lips <laughs> which was kind of awesome though totally and I he got it. so I love seeing guys that when they're injured being on the sidelines with their oh, team definitely. cheering getting excited it's nice to see that you're still down. I mean, because Marshawn Lynch was up in the box for yeah. the last game that he didn't. Yeah, play out so. that.
4: Marshawn Lynch don't care. Right. He's eating Skittles. He yeah. <laughs> right. doesn't care about right. nothing. But you see, you see yeah. the
2: greats, and
1: not that Marshawn Lynch isn't a great. He is a great, but he's, you know, um, I mean, I, I don't want to say anything bad about the guy because I love the guy, but I feel like he's more of someone that's to himself.
2: Yeah. And yes. but
1: you see, normally when there's a quarterback. Or the leaders on the field. And Marshawn is a leader on the field, too. I'm not trying to say he's not. But you see, like, Ben, you see Tony Romo hurt on the sideline all the time. You see Dez on the sideline rallying. You know, you see these guys that are the veterans. They're there. They're laying down the way it's supposed to be. So, what I really
2: like seeing Ben get involved like that.
4: Marshawn's here just so he doesn't get fined. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But,
2: um, yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to read what Andy's saying. Something about... Uh, DeMarco isn't getting the touches last year, this year either. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. He obviously got a lot more touches last year. Washington has played pretty good. What games are you watching? (laughs) Yeah, dude. The Redskins are horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: Um, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, anyways, let's talk about our predictions uh, for next week. (laughs) Yes. Ooh, Ooh, we got a. Oh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. We got like a little. There we go. Yeah, there it is. And
0: now you're after Buzz TV.
2: Yes. And oh, Ben like mentioned last week we did not predict our winners. Obviously I yeah. was gonna pick the Chargers, so I was wrong. I think I'm what two and one now?
3: You were one and one yeah, you were you were two and oh and Steph Z was one and one. Yeah. So now you're so now
2: two and one. Wait, but I wasn't. chose the chart. We can't. She. You can't,
3: you can't do it after the fact. No. She, no. So
1: yeah. let's just make
2: pretend didn't. So, so, well, yeah, I mean, so let's
3: I, just start over from let's, scratch.
2: Let's start let The two
3: predictions for the rest of the Yes. Year. You know okay, what? New host with now. you
4: guys. Let's start yeah. over. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Here start we go. Out. I got to
3: get my so numbers right here. We
2: have, uh, next week, Monday Night Football will be Giants at Eagles. Ben, we'll start with you. Who are you taking?
3: That's probably the toughest out of the three coming up. yeah. That's hard. Giants have been playing well. They, Threw a couple games away, but that's just kind of what they do.
2: And then the ins- and, uncertainty of Odell Beckham Jr. Exactly. playing—that's true.
3: No. That, that does make a big difference. Um, I think the Eagles are playing a lot better. I think the offense that they had in mind for the beginning of the year is starting to click a little bit. Not not how they thought it was, but I think it's going to be doing a little bit better. So I'm going to pick Eagles.
2: Okay, so then we'll take. We'll just let you go through all okay, three. Yeah. Chargers at Packers. I already know who you're going to pick.
3: I hate the Packers. I'm a Lions fan, but I, at Lambeau, you had to pick the Packers. Yeah.
2: And then Steelers at home against the Cardinals.
3: Um, the way the Cardinals looked against the Detroit game, I was glad I was on the plane over here to not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the Cardinals are looking good. Carson Palmer's kind of revitalized. He's he. You keep thinking he's going to get old, but he's one of those wily old veterans that pulled it out and Fitzgerald's joining them and on the old man train and they're, they're working it. So, definitely Cardinals on this one,
4: too.
2: Alright, John, go ahead. Oh,
4: wow. One, two, three, right down the middle. That's exactly where I'm going. I'm going Eagles over Giants just because I feel like they're finding their rhythm, finally. And I think they're on a little hot streak. And you're right, the Giants, they, they can be hit and miss and shaky. Although, I think that's going to be the closest one. I don't know. But I'm going to go Eagles. Um, I would, gosh, would I love to pick the Chargers over the Green Bay Packers, but dear lord, I would be an idiot if I did. Uh, the Packers are monstrous. Uh their offense is incredible and their defense has been playing well, so I'm going Packers and the Cardinals defense is just incredible. Yeah, I can't can't not pick the Car- the Cardinals. Great defense, Carson Palmer, Fitzgerald, go Cardinals.
3: Jets are- Steph Z always picked the Jets even if she knew they were going to lose
1: yeah true fan picks your team man
4: yeah I, I'm I'm a real real you're a realist I'm a realist let's be honest I love my Chargers but guys no we're not going to beat the Green Bay Packers you're
2: not going to pick the Chargers either no, I we're want, not want pick to the Green Bay. but the I mean, if they were at home I would have picked them but it, uh, in Lambo, I, I think fine,
0: the to. I'm,
2: I'm going to keep it
1: real with myself and I'm gonna pick the Giants over the Eagles.
4: I'm sorry. I thought she was gonna be like, I picked the Jets over the just all of them are gonna be Jets. Pick <laughs> no. the Jets, the Jets, and the Jets.
2: My
1: Jets are gonna beat the Redskins next week. Don't worry. Oh about
2: yeah, it. Well, that's, that's how we no all question. agree. With that. I got. Uh, so g- Andy probably thinks the Redskins will beat the Jets. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: I Andy mean, unless we help. beat ourselves, which we've done before, I won't. You know, I'm not gonna like make any money bets on the Jets yet, just yet. But I'm gonna pick the Eagle. I mean, I'm lying. I'm gonna pick the Giants. Ooh, maybe that was a Freudian slip. You, oh,
4: you took the Giants. though. Uh,
1: I'm gonna take the Giants, uh, just because I have to. I feel like um, I feel like they're gonna get it together. The Eagles are way too shaky. But I, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna pick the Packers. The Giants, the Packers, and the Cardinals.
2: Okay, um,
1: make it make it interesting, dude. Pick pick something different.
2: Well, I feel like I agree with you guys that the Giants-Eagles game is the toughest one to choose because really, I think it all depends on Odell Beckham for the Giants, but even if he's back, he's not hundred no. percent. So I don't know, like who's the next who's the next wide out for them behind him? Ruben
4: Randall. Yep.
2: Ooh.
3: Randall. I don't so, think Cruz is coming back in
4: time. He's no Cruz no. <laughs> good. I think he's ever the season actually. Oh, I was looking at my fantasy. It doesn't look good.
2: Yeah. I think I'm gonna go Eagles. I'm going to just choose the Chargers because... Yes. There it is. Ah, is yeah, 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 that a girl? Make them feel bad. Because what if they know, actually right? do win? And yeah, then, then you would feel terrible they, that you picked against your team and they won. That you know, would be like the won, worst you fan would, ever.
4: Yeah, you would automatically win this whole section. Yeah, yeah, so,
2: okay, Eagle. And I didn't... I mean, Ben knows. I didn't make too many rash decisions on my no, picks last are. year. I was pretty spot on. But you won, won it, so... <laughs> I won. Um, By, like, two
3: games. You don't have to... No, it was more than that. (laughs) Thank
2: you. Come on, Thank you. (laughs) You don't have to apologize
3: Um, for being right.
2: Yeah, Yeah. true. Yeah, you Uh, do. (laughs) And then Steelers-Cardinals, I agree with all of you guys. I just don't think... I think the Cardinals are much better than the Steelers all around, and Steelers are still trying to get their stuff together with Mike Vick. So I'm going to go Cardinals on that one, and yeah, we'll see right. what happens. So Ben, thank you so oh, so much for here. joining well, us. Well, the timeout. I feel like since you were here when we
1: started the predictions, that you have to play along with us for the rest of the football. You
3: know I'll be commenting. So yeah. I, I suppose that you, I can do You that. can keep
2: our tally, and, and
3: every week myself.
1: you have yes. to have your predictions.
2: All with right, us. I will. Tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter. You
4: can find me at at FantasyStatGuru. Yes. Yes, you can find me at, at Cat, @Kaibacat, K-A-I-B-A-C-A-T, Kaibacat.
2: And thank you, John, for your first episode. Hi, my first
3: yes. episode. Yes. Sorry oh, to steal your thunder, man. No, <laughs> no, I no. Normally oh, <laughs> you you'd be the one that gets all the exciting. Oh, he's
2: me. No, 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 this is
4: way better. I think yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, that's yeah. why, why
1: we left you two over there. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. We're, we're, really we're growing out. We're growing out. Company. Yeah. Yeah. Veterans,
1: veterans, um, stuff. Where you guys can find me at I A M S C E F Z.
2: And you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Kapp, and we will see you next week. See
0: ya. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit afterbuzztv.com.